if you don't have a high level of trust among your team, you're headed for big trouble. Your team will beat each other's throats. They won't make their goals. And it's only a matter of time before your job and possibly your entire career is on the line. I'm Sally Love, and this is the Team of a Lifetime show. I've helped hundreds of leaders in industrial manufacturing, construction, and on capital projects of up to $24 billion transform their failing or mediocre teams into exceptional teams. And that's what the Team of a Lifetime show is all about, helping you transform your team into an exceptional team. My goal today is twofold. First, I want to dispel a common myth about trust that is likely holding you back as a leader. And then the other thing I want to do is I want to share with you four things that you can clarify to immediately increase trust among your team. Sound good? Okay, let's get started. Since you're listening to this podcast, you likely already know that trust is an important ingredient for team success. I think almost all leaders know that, really. Yet, while they know that, the leaders that I work with aren't sure how to establish trust quickly on a new team or how to increase trust on a team that's been in place for a while. And if that's you, then keep listening because it's going to be crystal clear. You see, team members and stakeholders need to trust each other, and they must also trust you, their leader. If you're leading a team of people and they lose trust in you, they become suspicious. They're suspicious of your motives, your actions, your decisions. And when that happens, progress towards the team's goals and objectives slows down considerably, and it may even grind to a halt. That's not uncommon at all. And if you don't resolve that lack of trust at that point, then your credibility is damaged. And that's where it starts impacting your job and your career. Some team members, when there's a lack of trust, may try to make you look foolish. They might even go so far as to set you up to fail because their actions start centering around their own self-interest. In other words, when there's a lack of trust on your team, people start looking out for number one themselves, not the team. On the other hand, when trust is high, team members and stakeholders work together with a high level of collaboration. High trust teams accomplish things that other people don't even believe are possible. People ask, what is going on with that team and why don't we have that on ours? Now, in our team insight assessment that we use with almost all the teams we work with, we measure the nine essential ingredients necessary for building high-performing, exceptional teams. And trust is one of those nine ingredients. And the reason high trust teams are able to deliver exceptional results is that trust impacts all of the other eight essential team characteristics. And trust especially has a huge impact on communication, on goals, and collaboration. 
Stephen Covey, author of the bestseller book, The Speed of Trust, says, without trust, we don't truly collaborate. We merely coordinate or at best cooperate. It is trust that transforms a group of people into a team. The first thing you need to know about trust is that a low level of trust is a sign that something else is wrong or something else is missing. In other words, low trust is a symptom of one or more other problems. Likewise, if you have a high trust team, then you can take it to the bank that you're doing a lot of other things really well. So to increase trust, you'll need to know the root cause or causes. You know, it's like going to a doctor with a fever. Something is causing the fever and the doctor needs to treat whatever is causing the fever so that you can get well. And it's that way with trust. If trust is low, which of the other eight team success ingredients is missing that you need to address in order to improve trust? And that's what you have to figure out. The myth I want to dispel for you today is about the amount of time it takes to build trust on a team. You've likely heard and believed, like most people have, that trust can only be built slowly over a long period of time. But you know what? That simply isn't true. That is a myth. Building trust on a new team or on a struggling team can be built very quickly. And that should be your goal as a leader. You can start today to make a significant impact in the level of trust on your team. And I'm going to show you how to do that. Let me tell you one thing that doesn't build trust. Years ago, I was early in my career. I was working on a major capital project. And a guy joined our team by the name of Gus. And he was very colorful and just full of life, a great personality. And he used to do this thing whenever a new team member would join our team. Gus would go up to them and he'd put his arm around them and he'd say, we're going to be friends. I'm sure that Gus discovered that it takes more to build friendships than that. And it's the same way with trust. As a leader... You can't just announce to your team, we're going to trust each other. Well, I mean, you can, but it isn't going to change the level of trust one iota. So just announcing that and stating that isn't going to increase trust. So now let's talk about clarity and four specific things relative to your team that you can clarify that will immediately increase trust on your team. These four things work great when a team, a new team is forming and at any time on a team's journey when you want to increase trust. The first thing to clarify is the team's purpose. Team members need a compelling purpose beyond just making money. Whoever said that people only care about getting a paycheck is just flat out wrong. So I'm wondering, does your team have a compelling purpose? Is there a real reason for people to get out of bed and go to work every day and do a great job? 
Do your team members know how they are contributing to something meaningful, contributing in a way that will positively impact other people's lives? Simon Sinek says, he calls it in the golden circle, that you need to start with why. And he's so right. Until people understand why the team exists beyond simply making money, people aren't bought in. And buy-in to the purpose is a big driver of trust. So that's the first thing for you to clarify is the team's purpose. The second thing to clarify is your team's goals. All too often, teams have vague goals. I do a lot of consulting on major capital projects. And one of the examples that I hear very frequently is, our goal is to deliver the project on schedule. Really? What does that mean specifically for your team. In other words, what is the end date that the team needs to achieve? And what are the positive and negative impacts of delivering the project on schedule? Are there rewards for completing early? Are there damages and consequences if the project doesn't meet its schedule? I can't even begin to tell you how many times a leader has told me that their project has consequential damages built into the contract for missing the schedule end date. And when I ask the team members, they have no idea. And sometimes these consequential damages are huge. A team not knowing their specific goals, it's like blindfolding somebody and asking them to hit the bullseye on a target. I mean, you might get lucky and do it, But can you do it over and over and over again? Of course not. And you can't expect your team to hit the goal if they don't know specifically what it is for their team. Trust is built when everyone is working toward the same goals. They know specifically what the goals are, how the goals will be measured, and what the consequences are for either making or not making those goals. So that's the second thing to clarify is your team's goals. The third thing to clarify is your team's vision for success and the roadmap for achieving that success. Now, I'm guessing as a leader, you have a good vision in your head as to what success looks like for your team. But does your team know what it is? Or is it just up there in your head and not theirs? Have you really painted a clear vision for success for your team? And do they know the roadmap for achieving that success? On most teams I consult with, the team members aren't clear about this at all. And when I say roadmap, I don't mean that every little detail has to be mapped out. Your team just wants to know that there is a plan. There are strategies for getting from where they are to what is deemed success. People want to follow a leader with a plan. They want to know that there is a plan and that you're not just winging it as you go. 
Gallup, the premier leader in measuring employee engagement, published a report recently that says that only 21% of U.S. employees strongly agree that they trust the leadership of their organization. If you want your team to trust you, you've got to have a plan for success. They're entrusting their career, their livelihoods to you, their leader. And they need to know there's a plan and a logical roadmap to get from where they currently are to success. You see, that roadmap provides a sense of predictability in terms of milestones and timelines and tracking progress. Team members can anticipate what needs to be done and when, when there's a roadmap. And that predictability increases confidence and it reduces anxiety. And that fosters trust because team members can rely on the plan to guide them to success. So that's the third thing you need to clarify is your team's vision for success and the roadmap for achieving that success. Now, the fourth thing to clarify are team member roles, responsibilities, and expectations. I could spend an entire episode talking about this particular item, and and maybe I will one day, but right now I just want to talk about how roles, responsibilities, and expectations play into the level of trust that you have on your team. When team members are unclear of their own role and the roles of other team members and stakeholders, one of two things happens. Either there's a duplication of effort when two or more team members or two or more stakeholders think they're both responsible for something, and so they both invest time and energy into accomplishing it. That causes trust to erode because nobody appreciates wasting their time or things fall through the cracks because somebody thought somebody else was taking care of an item and nobody took care of it. And that causes conflict. And something that a lot of people don't realize is that most conflict arises because of unmet expectations. I mean, think about it for a minute. You expect someone to accomplish a task. And then when it doesn't happen, conflict arises. And once the conflict arises, trust is eroded. So you want to be sure that you are clarifying expectations on roles, responsibilities, so that you don't inadvertently cause conflict and erosion of trust. Trust is built when team members can rely on each other to fulfill their responsibilities and to meet the expectations that other people have of them in the course of their everyday work. So that's the fourth thing to clarify, our team member roles, responsibilities, and expectations. So you can see that the key theme here to building trust is to clarify. Clarify the team's purpose beyond just getting the job done and making money. Because until people understand why the team exists beyond simply making money, they aren't bought in. And buy-in to the purpose is a 
big driver of trust. Clarify the team's goals so that team members know exactly what target they're shooting for. Trust is built when everyone is working toward the same goals. And, of course, when they know what the consequences are or the rewards for either making or not making those goals. Clarify the vision for success and the roadmap for getting there. People want to follow a leader with a plan for success. And that roadmap provides a sense of confidence and predictability that fosters trust because team members can rely on the plan. And then finally, clarify roles, responsibilities, and expectations so that team members can deliver what they are expected to deliver without conflict because conflict erodes trust. I really hope that you can see that you can begin to clarify all four of these things today. And I'm guessing, based on my experience of working with hundreds of teams in my career, that you won't even have much preparation on any of this to get started. All of this is probably right in front of you. It's just that it hasn't been clarified, or it hasn't been clarified enough, or it hasn't been clarified succinctly, or it hasn't been clarified recently. So just get started today clarifying all four of these things. And here's the thing. The more you clarify, the higher level of trust you're going to have among your team. And the sooner you clarify, the sooner you're going to have that higher level of trust. So I want you to imagine that it is two weeks from now. And you've been clarifying these four things. And you can see the trust building every day. You can see it and you can feel it. As one CEO told me after touring a massive construction job site I was consulting on, he said, Sally, I can't put my finger on it, but there's, there's just something different about this project. It's amazing. The leader and his leadership team worked so hard building a culture of trust. And they clarified and clarified and clarified these things that we're talking about today. And that's what that CEO had just witnessed out on that job site he had toured. He witnessed a high level of trust and it impacted productivity. It impacted people's attitudes. It impacted every other aspect necessary for successful teams. And I want you to think just two weeks from now, when that level of trust is building among your team, people are no longer at each other's throats. Instead, they're collaborating. And there's not a steady stream of people at your door or calling you to get you to referee squabbles and maybe even outright conflict. How amazing will that feel? That's what's waiting for you by clarifying these four things with your team and quickly building trust. Hey, thank you for listening today. If this episode was valuable, will you share it? I don't know about you, but when somebody texts me a podcast episode and tells me it was valuable to them and they believe it will be for me too, I listen to it. 
I sure would appreciate if you would just text the link to this episode to somebody and invite them to listen to it. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Team of a Lifetime.